0: It's just an engine of grief. Yeah, a bloody engine of grief.
1: Coming to you from Beer Snob City, it's Beer Plus Three, where we attempt to solve the world's problems one beer at a time. With me today is the Funk Master General himself, Mike Zamora. Hello there. Also joining us is our silent partner in Mexican crime, Eli Ash. Okay. Today is Friday, October 23rd. Oompa. <laughs> and this is Beer Plus Three. So, how's it going, Rick? I hadn't seen you in like two weeks. Yeah, well, like... you you left town. You went to Utah, to the <laughs> land of Mormons and uh,
0: crazy cults. You know, the funny thing about Mormons, and you're not going to believe this, because it was all over the headlines a couple years ago. I don't know if you were ever into watching that television show, Sister Wives. Oh, I've seen it a few times, yeah. So, at a certain point on the television show, Sister Wives, the the poor... Uh, they're not Mormons. What are they? Uh, are they I Mormons? Thought, I think they're an offshoot of... of Uh, They're they're they're
1: basically Mormons.
0: They're basically Mormons. Yeah. So they're they're being crucified and they're being asked to leave the state because they're a polygamy sect out of the Mormons. Have they been asked to leave the state? Right. So like you know know. like the third or fourth season, maybe it's the third season of Sister Wives. Yeah. I don't know why I've seen all the seasons. (laughs) Real Housewives. You've been watching that (laughs) too, right? (laughs) The, The the big drama comes in that they're they're being chased out of the state because they're polygamists and you know the guy's got more than one wife they're chased out of Utah for being polygamous. Yes. They they were afraid they were going to be arrested. Well, oh, okay. I got news for you. Yeah. They're all over the fucking place. Yeah, there they is are. no fucking way. Yeah. We 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 roll into town and it's like, you know, you see these huge <laughs> compounds, right? There's like four houses that are like probably 3,000 square feet each yeah. at least. Yeah. They've got about 18 inches of space between each house. Yeah. And then around those three houses is a fence. Yeah. <laughs> It's like you're not fooling anybody.
1: <laughs> well, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that most polygamists in Utah don't have a uh, television show on cable, you're right? Showing every detail of their life. So
0: maybe that's why they're being harassed as opposed to anybody else. It might be. They might have just you know they've unlocked the code and, and right they, the, the Mormons don't want anybody else to know about this code. You know you can have a yeah. bunch of partners and yeah. have a bunch of fun. Yeah. They just want to keep it all for themselves. Yeah. Well, I mentioned this
1: this book I mentioned I read a while back called Under the Banner of Heaven. Um, that was basic. It was about a bunch of uh, some killings that took place by some that were that was done by some Mormons in the name of their religion. And uh, one of the things they do is they kind of trace the history of Mormonism and they talk about what it's like today. and And you're right. There's just tons and tons of that going on it's just under the radar, you know, it's, 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 it What is it? an op-
0: open secret. Cause it they're not, is. they're not hiding it from anybody. No, no.
1: And a lot of them, you know, a lot of them aren't really particularly trying to hide it. They're just not going out of their way to make it known. Right. So it's, it's kind of a, yeah. and I guess the, the attitude and um, I think it happens in Arizona, was it Arizona or New Mexico? One of the one, another state. Um, and then also weirdly enough in uh, B.C., Canada here in BC, they have a lot of connections to groups in Canada here. There's a lot of Mormons up in up to the north of us, but we're
0: talking about them as if they're a cult. These are just people that want no, to get their fuck on, of course, they're not.
1: <laughs> but uh, no, it's it's uh, it is going on quite a bit, and I, I'm kind of of the opinion that you know they should just legalize it in, in that state.
0: Um, legalize I don't, it. I've, al- I've always gone along those lines, just legalize it. You're not hurting anybody, legalize it. Now, the question might be are they hurting anybody?
1: That's, but that's, yeah, that's kind of part of the problem is that a lot of these, a lot of the women in these quote unquote marriages are sometimes there as a result of, you know, not having any of their options. And a lot of, a lot of times they're, you know, the marriages are arranged, they're being Mm -hmm. forced into these things and at very young ages. So they grow up not knowing anything else and, you know,
0: just kind of mentally stuck in it. I'm here to tell you it's working. Whatever they're doing, it's working. <laughs>
1: mike I'm I'm getting this slight sense in your voice that you admire this arrangement.
0: <laughs> you know, I'm not I'm not certain that I admire it, but uh having just spent some time in Salt Lake City, I'm here to tell you that the ladies in Salt Lake City, yeah, are stunning. Yeah. There are beautiful ladies all over the fucking place. Yeah. They're like a, in such great abundance. Of all different colors and nationalities? And- no, they're all blonde-haired and blue-eyed. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, there goes
1: my whole idea of what Salt Lake City was like.
0: Um, <laughs> th- yeah, they're all very pretty. And you know what? Yeah. I was sitting here thinking the ratio was going to be horrible. You know, I was like, okay, you're going to go out be- because, look, okay, if, the, if if you've got one dude, right, and he's has <laughs> Because gonna- they're hogging them all up. <laughs> exactly. If you got one dude and he's got five bitches... <laughs> There's going to be a lot of dudes that don't got bitches. You know, One of the first things I did when I s- sat down in the hotel yeah. room is I wanted to look at the ratio. I wanted to go, okay, show me the population ratio, men to women. And it's mm-hmm. the same as it is everywhere. It's like women are like 51%. It's like 51-49. Yeah. So, okay. I, w- okay, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to so, so, uh, so, you know, they're they're equal, right? So, okay, so if one dude's banging four women, five women maybe... <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure what the ratio is. I mean, it's got to be at least three. You
1: make it sound like it says orgy type thing.
0: <laughs> they didn't invite it's me. Not. They didn't. In, oh, I wouldn't be so sure about that. You, I haven't finished yeah. my story oh, yet.
1: Okay. Oh, good. <laughs> this is going
0: to go somewhere completely unexpected, isn't it? <laughs> no. It's never unexpected with me. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so you you'd figure there'd be all these sausages walking around you you figure they'd they'd be like the the zombie sausage apocalypse they'd be oh, pussy oh man, my dad took all the women in the city. You don't see the dudes <laughs> yeah. not at all, not at all. what do you mean there's not like a lot of single dudes walking around you know you you see these couples, yeah. But you don't see a lot of guys out hanging by themselves, going "Let's," you're trying to get some some skim trim, as it were, you know, trying to get the drippings. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, Mike.
1: <my> <laughs> so I'm not. I'm not in whatever the scraps that <laughs> fall off God's table. <laughs> yes. God.
0: <laughs> so there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of hot single ladies around. They're apparently yeah. single. Apparently. Yeah. Because if. This is where the story was going. Yeah. So if you take it to the next step and you go, well, what the hell is going on in this city? You don't see a lot of dudes. You You know from driving through all these compounds that there's got to be like one rooster for every five hens.
1: Well, do you think that many people are doing it that it's actually affecting the ratio of available women to men? I mean, I would think... Is was that your impression? Or let,
0: let, when we when we finish this up, I'm going to draw you a map. And I, I'm going to show you where these compounds are. We'll, we'll, we'll get onto Google Images. We'll look at all the neighborhoods, and you can easily see that once you break the city, the the, the actual city, Salt Lake City, yeah. and then all the suburbs around it, yeah. they don't have regular housing at all. You don't see regular houses at all. There's it's a all lot these of what co- you compounds. Just... <laughs> oh God. <laughs> So 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 you take this a step further. You got a lot of hot chicks. You, you got not a lot of sausages walking around. What's that going to create?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, naturally, I, you know. I thought I thought my mind must be playing tricks on me. I must be missing some angle here. But I go, if this is true, there's got to be a lot of horny single ladies around. Yeah. You know what? There is. You go on Craigslist. It's all ladies looking for dick. dick, 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 <laughs> and I've been. I've been on a Craigslist. Hold on. I have a theory. (laughs) Those are not
1: ladies. (laughs) (laughs) Those are the guys who couldn't collect five or six of their own. (laughs) 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 It's a trap. They've decided to (laughs) change the
0: rules a little bit. Could could, uh, um, could could very well be. I, I never took it to that next step to actually find out. But, yeah. uh, you know, from my Craigslist surfing experience, I would tell you the apparent ratio of women what? looking my, for dick there is yeah. much higher than you would expect it. So, Mike, why were you looking at Craigslist while you were in Utah? Scientific. It's all science. Oh, oh,
1: oh. Research. I, I understand. I, I'm just sort I'm of trying confused. To fi- I'm you trying weren't to figure there out. very long. I'm That's what I'm to fi- trying to... Have. I'm assuming you weren't looking for a couch or, you know, <laughs> like
0: a cat to adopt or something well you know <laughs> you know if if there would have been some couch surfing involved i mean i could have you know saved a couple <laughs> bucks on a hotel room <laughs> yeah
1: okay good good
0: fuck i was looking i um, was just i was just trying to find out who had the skinny on some beer that was actually drinkable yeah well hey what uh, i a minute ago i said that i
1: i'm in favor of legalizing polygamy at least in limited ways in places like utah if they, if they feel like that's um but I'm one. I mean, I would go one step further and say it can go either way. You can have, you know, a woman with multiple husbands, mm-hmm. and that's forbidden in in Mormonism. Yeah, it was
0: the one thing I couldn't get behind in watching that show. Is one of the the the, the young one, of course, the young wife. Yeah. she wanted to go out. She, she she needed some more dick. Like obviously, I mean. What I, I what I what, wait, 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 I, what I all you, was there a cheater in the in the what, group? I, you, they never came out and said that she did, but she was certainly interested. You know, she, she was, was flipping through Craigslist. Yes, on her phone. she she absolutely was. But you know that's that's what I, that's what I'm thinking. You know, and, and seeing all these hot ladies around, yeah, you know, I have a feeling they probably chase a lot of dudes out of town. Single, oh, well, hold, si- uh, single dudes are probably pushed out of town. So right?
1: you're seeing people looking. You're seeing women looking for guys on Craigslist in Utah. Yeah. And I've also heard that Utah is like the by far the biggest consumer of porn across the entire United States.
0: So what the hell is going on
1: with that?
0: I wish I had known that statistic. Going are the women the there,
1: or just they are like not not happy with the arrangement?
0: You know, they might be sitting around diddling themselves. I don't know what it is. They're not getting enough dick, is what it is, Rick. It's Apparently. clear. It is very fucking clear that they're not getting enough dick, and that just tells you polygamy. Yeah, yeah. it's not natural. In that fashion, <laughs> it is not natural. There is no way that one dude can satisfy five women. Unless those women are satisfying each other in
1: no, or they're on Craigslist surfing for cock. No conceivable
0: way. Not physically, mentally, emotionally, financially. <laughs> so what I'm saying, if, 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 if you're a dude looking for squish, spend some time <laughs> in Salt Lake City. Okay. Good advice. Thanks, Mike. I mean, I wish I had had another day or two just to kind of figure out every little angle there. But yeah. I was obvious. I was shocked. I had never seen anything like it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, he, my brother would come back to the hotel room and he was just, his mind was blown. He's like, do you know how many hot ladies are here? Yeah. I was like, you know, dude, I could see it. You know, I, I, don't, I don't know why. it it's, It seems unnatural to me. <laughs> I mean, they all look there, like cousins. Were but. there
1: instincts that, to start following him like ducklings? You know, like did he have four or five <laughs> of them behind him following him
0: around? You know, if we if we, we had sat anywhere long enough to gather dust, that might have been the case. <laughs> that might have been the case.
1: So we're uh, we're drinking the. We finished before the podcast started. We finished the Lazy Boy IPA, which I liked, and uh, Mike apparently didn't. Yeah, but I wanted to hear why you, Eli hated it. Why did Why did Eli hate it? Sour. Sour,
0: probably had too much salt in it too.
1: I didn't catch any of that. Too much salt.
0: <laughs> Why did you like it? I, it was, was it was, uh, was like Lazy it. Boy or Fat Boy. What is out of Everett Lazy Boy? Lazy Boy
1: Brewing. Yeah. Um, I wasn't anything like I'm not saying it was remarkable. I'm just it was drinkable. I liked yeah. it. Yeah.
0: I would I would drink another one. Yeah, you know, I just always find their water that it's so sulfuric. It's like you almost get. I, you know, I'm drinking it. I kind of taste like sulfur on the yeah. back of my tongue. It, it's, that's Everett beers. For oh me. Everett! Oh yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: See, I don't know. I don't know if I have a refined enough palate to pick up the Everett water or the uh, Everettness of the water that they're using for the brewing process. But um, for me, it was it was all right. Yeah, I didn't mind it. Um, you know, other than the needle that was in there
0: floating around, but I got that out. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good thing it landed right between your teeth and didn't stick you in the gums. <laughs> But w- I will say I like the Logyard IPA that we're drinking now a lot a lot more, and that's from Backwoods Brewing. In Carson, Washington. Yeah. Interestingly enough, fans of our uh, Instagram page will have noticed that uh, there was recently some photos posted of me being at Logyard Brewing in <laughs> – it's Logyard IPA. I always get the fucking name wrong. It's Backwoods Brewing. In Carson, Washington. Backwoods, yeah. Okay. I always want to call log Logyard because it's my favorite That's place what there. I was calling it a few minutes yeah. ago, too, yeah. And, uh, yeah, Miller and I, uh, we took the long trip down to uh, Utah. We decided, you know, I was going to go solo. I was just going to jump on a plane and fly over there because, you know, what's the point? But, you know, when Miller <laughs> wanted to come along with us, oh, let's do a road trip.
1: Didn't we'll, you have to have your car with you or you were just using no, – you, we were, you, you weren't using your
0: own car? No, 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 oh, no, oh, no, so no, 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 no. your car? No. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we were, we were using my car's brother, like it's almost identical. Oh. <laughs> except for I think they had better brake pads on them. Yeah, but out, outside of that, identical cars. But yeah. before we got there, before we got there, we took the long trip down. We made a stop in Olympia for a couple of hours. And then we headed down to Portland, cut over, and we took this interesting way. I mean, I, I was never aware that you can actually get east without having to cross mountains. If you follow the Snake River, it makes sense. You follow the highway that's on the Snake River, you never have to go up the stupid hills. So. Snake River is down, that's in Oregon, right? It's on the border between Oregon and Washington. Oh, okay, okay, Yeah. So you you follow that, and you'll never have to go through the mountains, which is a good thing to know, because Uh. I've always wanted to take Nicole that way, but she hates going through the mountains. Oh, I hate going through the mountains. I love going through the mountains myself, but so it was interesting. You know, you just follow that river. You're never going uphill, unless you want to go into Carson, Washington, then you got to go up about 100 feet, maybe.
1: The only, the only time I don't like going through the mountains is, is during winter. But other than that, it's beautiful. I mean, it's
0: amazing. Yeah, the you views know, and stuff yeah, that you get. And, yeah, I love switchbacks and looking out and the, the views exactly yeah. and going back and forth. And, you know, I mean, if you're going to drive anywhere, I mean, a mountain road is where you want to be. Yeah. Yeah. So we ended up stopping in Carson, Washington for dinner. It was kind of funny. You, you go up the hill a little bit, a little bit away from the water where you figure civilization is not going to be because usually people are near the water. Yeah. No, we went up the hill a little bit into Carson. And uh, oh. I have to tell you, have you ever been to Granite? Yeah. Or con- yes. Concrete or yeah. Granite, any of those? Yeah. It was a lot like that. I was a little bit scared. So. <laughs> I felt a little bit out of place.
1: <laughs> Look at them people over there. He's got all his teeth.
0: <laughs> right. But you're going along, and eventually you see a sign that says that... Uh, Backwoods Brewing is up the street. It's right behind the grocery store, or whatever. So backwoods Brewing is literally in a backwoods
1: little little town. It is very fucking backwoods. Yeah, it, 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 exactly. This so is what you
0: hear the banjos playing. And stuff. Yes. <laughs> Interestingly enough, though, you get out of the car and step in there, you might as well be in Bellingham. Yeah. You know, the place was kind of empty when we got in there. You know, it, we ordered a, a, a pizza, and I got the six six pack sampler. You know. Four ounces of each one of their beers, or whatever. They were unfortunately yeah. out of the sour and the double IPA. Yeah, the double IPA I've had before, terrific. The sour would have been interesting to try. Yeah. Um, it made a terrific pizza. Really, really, really good pizza. Food, food was really good. Beers, that's a great pairing.
1: A place that makes beer and does pizza because uh, it just it leads into the you know the one, process of making. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. You know, you get all the yeast leftovers and yeah. make dough. So it was a terrific, terrific beer, terrific pizza. And you know none of their beers really stood out to me. I mean, they're all really good regular beers. Right. Like all of them are very average, but really good for average. Yeah. Like this logyard IPA. You know, I'll, I'll talk. To you Miller and I sat there and had a long argument about it. And sitting inside it, I go, "Look, <laughs> this is the one they're putting in cans. This is their signature fucking IPA. And taste how good it is. It's fantastic. Because you know, I, I guarantee you." The signature IPAs from a lot of beer companies, not that good, man. <laughs> I, I don't like, uh, what was it, the uh, Arrogant Bastard? Not that great. Oh. Ninkasi's uh, Total just, Domination? Not that, that a, good. Isn't that one a Jeff's favorite, the Arrogant uh, Bastard? He, you know what? He, he claims it, but how often do you see him drinking it? <laughs> Not very.
1: <laughs> he doesn't want to ruin
0: it. He doesn't right. want to overdo it. <laughs> uh, you know, even even Deschutes. Uh, you know their Inversion IPA. You know mm-hmm. the, their regular Joe <laughs> signature IPAs are not all that great.
1: Yeah.
0: This this Yard IPA is fucking fantastic. It's yeah. a really good regular IPA. Yeah. So we got into a heated debate sitting in there. <laughs> by the by the time I was done arguing, with, mind you, I'd had about. Eight of my my little drinks by that point. (laughs) I look behind me, and the bar is completely full. Oh, shit. I'm like, where did all these fucking people go? And you know the one thing I didn't even notice right away, but Miller, who was sitting facing the crowd, because he's smart enough to never sit with his back to the door. Oh, (laughs) jeez. I know
1: somebody who says that all the time, and I don't get it myself. (laughs) I don't give a shit what my back is pointing toward.
0: So when I hear it in the background, I hear kids running around and families talking and nothing seems like out of the ordinary to me. And then I, you know, somehow I'd forgotten that we were like in concrete. <laughs> <laughs> because it all just sounded, so, it all sounded so normal, average, it all sounded so Bellingham-ish. Okay. So, you know, I'm on my 10th drink before I got to get up and I'm going to take a leak. I get up, turn around to look at the full bar. Yeah. Where did all these fucking hippies come from? Hippies. It was just like being in Bellingham. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm in the middle of fucking nowhere, sitting having a really good beer and a really good pizza. That's weird. And where did all these people come from? No I, I idea. Was, I'm waiting
1: for you to tell me that they look like the guys from the uh, from the Hills Have Eyes. You know, it's like you're
0: <laughs> surrounded
1: by all these mutants.
0: <laughs> the exact opposite. I mean, I, I, I you weird. know, I just wasn't expecting it because I could hear the banjos playing as we were rolling into town. <laughs> So I have no idea how those people got there. They but were playing Joan Baez songs, is what you didn't catch, <laughs> right? <laughs> so Backwoods brewing, really, really good, interesting. You know, if you're down that way, I, I would definitely stop. Yeah. If I lived in the area, I'd probably be there at least once a week. Yeah, um, but I don't know where all those people come from. There's not enough industry there to support a bunch of hippies. There's no bigger towns or bigger cities. Or anything it's in nearby? the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> The closest city is Portland. It's an hour and a half up the road. Yeah. Are there any other businesses like that around in the area, or is it just for It's me? the only one that was apparent to me. I mean, there was, like, gas stations that looked like Billy Bob was working there, and there was yeah. grocery stores that looked like a... I think one was literally an IGA. If you've seen an IGA, they're usually in places like a granite or a concrete. Yeah. Well, how far away is it from Vancouver? How far away is it from Vancouver, Washington? Yeah. It's the same hour and a half, two hours. Okay. I mean, it's way up river there. W- was it so good you could see like
1: a handful of people showing up every night from
0: that far away? No. No? Uh-uh. Okay. I mean, or- I'll, dri- I'll drive an hour and a half for a Dick's hamburger, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't see that. You know what? If you're in Vancouver... <laughs> They've got plenty of great pizza places. Why you drive and plenty of great beer places. And you're also close to Portland. So why the fuck would you Why would you like drive all the way up river? <laughs> okay,
1: okay. My, I, I my just, theory has been shot down.
0: <laughs> well, you know, my theory is since legalization happened here, maybe we got a bunch of growers. Oh yeah. I mean, it's a perfect little community in the the exact temperature, temp, temperate area. Yeah. Why why wouldn't you be growing a <laughs> pot there? It's the only are thing I sure, can think
1: of. Are you sure all the houses weren't like little compounds with huge <laughs> families tucked away? <laughs> like
0: they got Fuck 50, for all 50
1: I know. kids in a bomb shelter <laughs> type... <laughs> Maybe it's yet another uh, it, polygamist. Sect. It, it could have been. It
0: it 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 was interesting. It was eye opening. I, I I just don't know what all those people were doing there because you, that's not the normal way you travel either. If you're going that direction, you know, yeah. you, you usually don't follow that Snake River generally. And, and if you would, you wouldn't be on the Washington side. You'd be on the Oregon side because it's like a four lane highway on this way. The other side's a little dirt road.
1: So it's a tiny little town, but tons of people show up out of nowhere for this. That's yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah that I don't know.
0: Everybody was digging their pizzas and beers, though.
1: Yeah. Huh. This I'm getting like a citrusy kind of flavor out yeah. of it. Am I imagining that? Or no, you... you're not at all. Yeah, it's actually really good.
0: Almost pineapple-ish, uh, sour, sweet. Yeah, right. I probably end. hated it again. <laughs> <laughs> Sour citrus.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> that's, uh, you're up to five words on this
1: podcast at this point. <laughs> yeah.
0: So you know that was night number one. We ended up staying someplace uh, where it was real dirty. Yeah. Real dirty. There's lots of dirt and sand in, in Eastern Washington. Yeah. We we're not quite to the. You, you know it's, what the. You know what the clincher was. Uh, okay. It. So I've had all this beer. Right. Eventually, I'm going to have to piss. Yeah. Miller, stop. Pull over. I got to go. <laughs> Right now. Okay, is rest area coming right up the road? Yeah. You know what this guy does? And I love him. Not his fault. It's, it's 11 o'clock at night, probably 10 or something like that. It's, it's it's late. Of course, people have been drinking by this hour. Yeah. Fucking rolls my car through a pile of puke. Oh. I open the door and jump right in it. <laughs> And I don't even notice, right? I I slog my way in. I run in. I take my leak. I come out. And I look at this shit that my wheel has gone through. That's fucking puke. And then I look a little closer. There's more than... There's fucking feet mark in there. I look at my... She's Motherfucker. (laughs)
1: So we're okay. So somebody just randomly showed up and threw up all over the
0: place. Right? They couldn't throw up, you know, on some random spot on the freeway. They probably felt like they needed to get to the rest area and do it cutesy. You know, at least they got the door open. They probably didn't puke inside the car. (laughs) Thank you, asshole. Couldn't you couldn't have gotten out and got to the garbage can at least? You're gonna just put it right there for somebody to roll into my clean wheels. (laughs) Oh,
1: jeez. I think you might be a little too concerned about your car.
0: Maybe. I don't think puke's going to hurt it. That's got acid in it, man. That's That shit It'll just strip the paint right off. <laughs> See, I think you're overthinking it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so that was... And then how how long did it take you guys to get to Utah?
0: Well, uh, to get to Utah, we got there the next day, and uh, we didn't... <laughs> another big fuck-up. This, this whole thing was Mike fucking up left and right, so... <laughs> The next day, we're supposed to have this big banquet meeting, and we, we need to be um, at Ken Block's Box place. You know? yeah. Ken Block's this guy who does rally racing and Jim Connor racing, all this. Right. So we're going to get to his garage and get to see all of his cars and stuff. And okay. It's supposed to be neat, and you get to meet everybody who's going to be doing the racing, because ultimately, we didn't even start with that. But ultimately, I was down there to do some race car driving and yeah. to learn how to drive, to drive on the track a little bit. Yeah. So for the <laughs> people listening to the podcast, why, how did this come about? Well, about a year and a half ago, I would bought myself a new car. Yeah. It was a Ford Fiesta ST, which is kind mm-hmm. of a very sporty model car. It's a little bit of a sleeper. You look at it. It doesn't look like it's insanely fast, but it's kind of fast, and it's really trackable. It's, it's a fun little track car. Mm-hmm. So when you bought, purchase the car, they give you a free track day. All you got to do is get your ass down to Salt Lake City to uh, Miller, Motor, Miller Motorsports Park, and then you know you get to have your free track day. So... I was getting down there before they closed for the year, before yeah. I lost my opportunity to do it. So that, that was yeah. that was the onus for for going on this whole trip. So we were supposed to be there but five thirty the next day and I thought, well great, that's plenty of time. We've left a day early. We could we can certainly make it and turns out we can't make it because I take us to the wrong place.
1: Oh shit. <laughs>
0: We're we're gunning it, right? We make it right on time. We we roll up to the Miller Motorsports Park and we're gonna go see it and it's like there's nobody fucking here. What are we the first ones here? We're like we're literally like three minutes early. Yeah. There's nobody around, so I get out and I walk and I after walking around I finally find somebody and they're like I'm not sure what you're talking about. Let me call. Turns out we had showed up to the entirely wrong place. It was his his little garage thing is in Park City now. I don't know Utah very well. I don't know Salt Lake City very well. Turns out Park City is an hour and a half the other direction. Oh, shit. Not good. (laughs) He goes, you know, it's only about an hour long. You're never going to make it anyways. And you know what? It's kind of bullshit anyways. You wouldn't have had any fun, so don't bother. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and, and we heard the next thing. The, it's the same thing. The next day was everybody was bitching about how horrible the food was and how they had only been there for about thirty minutes before they started getting the bums rushed to get the fuck out, and oh, it wasn't fun at all. So, you know, for a split second, I thought, oh, let's just push it. But you know what? Like, we've been in the car all frigging day. I know our hotel. I know where our hotel is. We passed it on the way in. So let's just go back there and let's figure out what's up with Craigslist and all these houses. <laughs>
1: So you're right, so you're saying you were right on Craigslist the moment you got into Utah, right right <laughs> within a few minutes, you're like these houses this is interesting looking there's Craigslist. gotta be there's gotta be something going on here, I mean my
0: scientific because mind obviously
1: when you want to figure out what's going on with the houses, you go to Craigslist. <laughs> Not
0: Zillow, not anything real estate-related. You're right to Craigslist. Are you telling me they don't have real estate on Craigslist? Of course they do. Oh, yeah, lots of That's it, where sure. all the Utah people are buying on the down low, right? If you go to Zillow, everybody's <laughs> going to know about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, we showed up in the wrong place and I felt like such an asshole because, you know, you know, this whole trip was, you know, trying to make sure Miller's having a good time and I'm having a good time. And yeah. you know, this was this was about half of the package I felt. Like I felt like you get day one, you get this banquet, you get to go see all the cool cars. Yeah. And I <laughs> fucked it up. Completely <laughs> fucked it up by not being detailed oriented enough to see that it's Park City and Park City is not in Thule. Yeah, Or Salt Lake City And it's Yeah Fucking well, Felt, not like, familiar a cook, felt yeah. like a complete dipshit <laughs> uh, So we got back to the hotel And we decided Well let's go out And we'll have a beer And we You know We talked to the, the gal At the front desk I say I talked to her Jeff talked to her He he was quite smitten with her He liked her hospitality <laughs> <laughs> Which I is why we ended up. up Which is exactly why We ended up Five miles down the road At the local brewery Yeah. Okay so well, let's, let's sample the beers, and I, I kind of know what to expect because I'd heard tales yeah. of of Utah beer. I don't know. Have you are you familiar with Utah beer? I don't know if I've ever had a beer from Utah. No, neither one of you familiar. Yeah. Well, growing up, I had had uh, my best friend Chris, and and his granddad would tell me about Salt Lake City because they had grown up there. Well, yeah. his granddad lived there. He grew up there. Granddad lived there. He was actually a Nazi. No, he was fighting the Nazis. Loved the guy. <laughs> Slightly, yeah, slight difference. Yeah, big, big <laughs> difference. Funner to say that way, though. Yeah. <laughs> but they would always complain about the beer in Salt Lake City, or in Utah in general. It is capped. If you're going to buy a beer from a store, it is limited to
1: 3.2%. Oh, what? Why? Why? Even if it's light
0: beer, it's 3.2%.
1: Why? What's the point of that?
0: Well, it all goes back to 1913. Yeah. And... uh I don't know. The religious state? Oh, my God. That's uh, not... There, I don't care what religion you are. 3.2% is
1: just wrong, period. There
0: are a number of crazy, archaic laws when it comes to drinking
1: yeah.
0: in uh, Utah. Yeah. So we flirting with the bartender all night, and we were mm. learning this and that, and I'm telling her all about weed and beer. Because she doesn't like beer, but she likes weed. And she's like, you guys aren't from around here, are you? <laughs> Suddenly the banjo's come back. You know, every every time I ask her about a beer, she pulls out her notebook and somebody has told her how to describe the beer. She never finishes by saying three point two percent, but she goes, "I really don't like the beer." I mean, I I don't get it. And I go, "Well, you know, if you drink here, have an IPA, yeah, smell some weed." (laughs) <laughs> try this combination out you know you'll you'll find very easily that they are sister plants yeah um so, so yeah we we had a, a great evening and I got to sample some beers that were all very session like. In fact, in fact, I had the session IPA, and I went, "What's the difference between the session IPA and the IPA?" <laughs> they're both the same. The session is three point one percent. Well, no, here here here's the kicker: is actually, if you get a brewed beer yeah. that has never been canned or bottled, I think it's they're allowed to have it like right under four. Ooh, shit. That's yeah, a crazy, yeah, crazy that's, fucking night that's in Utah. A, <laughs> a big step up, so. You know, the one thing you notice while sitting in this brewery, and you've been in breweries before, both of you have, I know yeah. you have, usually when you go to a brewery, you don't see a bar as well. Yeah. You know, usually if you got a brewery, you serve the beer, and the people there enjoy drinking the beer. Well, at this brewery, the first thing you do is see a, a huge bar yeah. with liquor. <laughs> So no, nobody's drinking
1: beer. It, it, in it, case you want some actual alcohol right. in your evening, <laughs> you can mix this stuff with your beer. And so uh... it,
0: crazy, crazy laws, you know. I mean, we looked into it, and I go, okay, well, what's That's the way to skirt weird. this law? You could do a barley wine, right? So we researched it. Yeah, you actually can do a barley wine. It oh, to skirted uh, the law a little bit, and wine still can have the same amount of alcohol. And but here's the other thing with liquor is you're not allowed to serve a double. You can the most you can serve, and you can actually you have to ask for it. Yeah, is you'll get a, a granddad, which is a shot and a half. <laughs> wow! But you're not allowed a double. You can never order a double. That's
1: weird, man. And Ooh. so
0: and so that you can't see the devil's handiwork, right? If you have a bar, yeah, you have to have this curtain that the mixologist will make the drinks behind. Nobody's allowed to see the drinks being made because it's too risque that's ridiculous
1: (laughs) that's insane i would love to you know that there are people in utah right now who would defend these laws to the death i would love to get one of them on the podcast to explain the logic behind some of this stuff you know that's
0: just bonkers it's nuts it's really nuts um but i think it's working in their behalf right because you got all these hot ladies that are horny all the time but they can't drink enough to pass out so they're walking around just drippy, Why melty. Do they want to pass out. <laughs> they're, they're, they can't overdrink, you know. I mean, oh. you could drink beers all night, and not pass out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's what I, it is. Think it's, you the, have a... it's it's the men trying to control, man. Yeah. That's ultimately what it is. They of don't want the ladies folks to pass out. Yeah. Let's make sure we serve them really weak beer all night. <laughs> it's the paternalistic
1: society. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me going.
0: So yeah, I mean yeah, that, that was that was night number one. Uh, yeah. The next day we woke up early, go down and have our hotel breakfast. Everybody loves a hotel breakfast, right? If you're lucky, you get one of those little waffle machines. If,
1: yeah, I was gonna say it can it can definitely be a hit or miss, but yeah,
0: it's never a hit. It, <laughs> it is never a hit. I mean the only the only thing that makes me smile uh, usually when I'm eating is like well, well at least it's free.
1: Yeah, the place in uh, the place where we went in uh, actually, on yeah, the last yeah, Oregon trip yeah, wasn't bad. bad. Not too that bad. That was bad. actually that was a good score. Jeff. Yeah. that was that was
0: uh, Mr. Swapman. You picked good. Yeah, they had a good breakfast there. I forgot about that one, but in, in general, yeah, usually it's you know standard. you try to sneak a banana and a yogurt out, and you go oh, now I've got lunch too. That's a twofer. <laughs> 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 That always
1: always pisses me off because the toasters seem to be calibrated in such a way as to make sure nobody on earth can possibly hurt themselves. So the bagels just get slightly warm (laughs) as opposed to actually anywhere near toasted.
0: That is a hotel toaster, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's the only time I ever have a bagel. With cream cheese, where there's no evidence that
0: it's been in a toaster or warmed up. In well, the way. cream cheese never runs off, right? I mean, it's perfect. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's oh, exact, yeah, that's exactly how well, I that like totally it. Totally makes up for it. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I
1: like my bagel.
0: So I'm going to take one more blast of this logyard IPA, and we're going to be done. Time to move yeah. on to the next one. Okay, just, just like it was time for me after breakfast to move on out to Miller Motorsports Park to spend the entirety of my day. Yeah. <sighs> what a what a great day! I'm telling you, man. This, I really enjoy Disneyland. I had a really fun time here too. I'd, it'd, it'd be tough, you know. If somebody was asking me which I wanted to do, I, you know, yeah. I'd have to flip a coin.
1: Well, I have to agree with the people who all noticed it, and that's the same thing I noticed. I wasn't the first one to notice. I think was the gigantic smile on your face when you're sitting in the car. I was like, wow, what's, there's something odd about this picture? And I literally had that thought. <laughs> and everybody else was like, Mike is smiling. <laughs> He actually does that. He just doesn't do it on, on camera.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I was smiling because that was my joke picture. I had sent that to my wife. I go, oh. I go, I go Jeff, 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 Jeff. I'm going to sit in it, and we're going to send this to my wife, and we're going to go, yeah, we're driving this one home. Oh. <laughs> Whoa.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it always seems like when you and I do a podcast together, there's an edit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course I won't edit that out.
0: Right. <laughs> No, so so we showed up, and it was a a real interesting day. I mean, we started with some driver's basics – Man, I tell you, we had so, about... I don't mean to interrupt yeah. you. Was
1: it just you, or did they have other people there doing this with no, you? No, it was
0: a full class. As a matter of fact, all year long, well, since spring anyways, they had been doing it four times a month and just on the weekends. Oh, okay, yeah. Saturday, and then some. sometimes if you signed up, you could do a two-day. If you spent like another grand, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, first day is free because you bought the car, second day you spend a grand, which is about the normal running price for a, a track day in education. Yeah. So what they had to do was, because there is threats that Miller Motorsports... is park is closing down it as was recently sold to a chinese company that owns uh volvo yeah uh there's thoughts that perhaps you know ford's going to get the boot and they're not going to get to have their school there next year or whatever Hmm. all the instructors said that's not true they're they're going to have class next year so i I don't know how true but everybody thought it was over and done with this is going to be their last chance so they've actually Hmm. had to have the month of october every day of the week there's classes oh yeah and they're entirely full. Uh-oh. I was the only one that brought my wife along. I thought, you know, and I had set Jeff up for this. I go, well, you know, there's probably going to be some other wives there. You know, it's your job. Let's try to be nice to them. Be nice to the other wives. And you guys talk and try to figure out if we can't, you know, get together later tonight and have a little bit of a party or something. Should be should be <laughs> a lot of fun. Turned out he was the only wife that came along. Um, which was fine because... I really enjoyed he, having his company.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, it really made the day, like, yeah. w- intensely better. Yeah. Because suddenly I had somebody in the car with me all the time while I was driving who could yeah. tell me what I'm doing wrong, or <laughs> mostly what it was was keep me fucking calm, it was, it was, especially during the beginning of the day, Jeff Is Jeff Oh,
1: was he in the car with you?
0: A lot of the time. Oh, oh okay, that's time. cool. So he's, he's, he's this little chatterbox. Yeah. I, I love Jeff, but he talked... It was, it was so funny, because I'm like, we're going to be in... This is like a 16-hour car ride, man. There's going to be a lot of silence. Yeah. Never, no, <laughs> never. <laughs> not once did it happen. And, and you know, he did an awesome job of helping me through the day because I got to tell you, you know, we did about an hour sit down talk and talk about driving dynamics. And I never took a driver's education course, but I'm pretty sure that they were teaching shit that most people don't fucking know. Yeah, things like always break in a straight line. Yeah, which God, it just seems so basic. But once you start doing it all day long, you're like, why don't we always drive like this? Mm-hmm. Um. So, you know, we get we get into the vans. We're going to go out to the track. The class is kind of breaking up. Everybody's going to go to, like, different stations, small groups to different stations. Yeah. I'm sitting in the back of that van with 11 other sweaty boys, and I, just, I start having a panic attack. Man, I got scared.
1: Well, why?
0: Well, because, man, you're, you're going to be driving cars at high speed. And the day before, oh, Miller had made it a point going, don't put us in the wall, Mike. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So he's literally turning into your wife right there. I know you were referring to him as that. When you were racing, was he doing things like, go left, go left, go left here. Okay, you missed it. Fine. We'll drive a couple more blocks. Then you can go
0: left and go back. No, he was great. You know, he mentioned it once, and it was kind of my fault because a couple weeks earlier they had posted uh, somebody going into the wall at the Nürburgring, and it was just this horrific wreck.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> did he pulled that up on his phone right, right. before he started.
0: <laughs> it was it was in my mind. So I'm sitting in the back of the car, the van, oh, with all God, these dudes, no. and I don't know if anybody else looks as nervous as I do, but I'm really fucking nervous. Yeah. And then we get out to the track, and the first little exercise they have you do. There's a video online. I'll, I'll repost it. I know I've already posted it before, but if anybody wants yeah. to know what I did out there, it goes through almost every step of the day. Yeah. So the first thing you do is you go out to what's called a skid car, which is this great little. Uh, educational tool they put the car up on casters so it, it raises it just enough so that you lose traction so you can start to learn about oversteer and understeer which is something we actually most of us who will drive during the snowy times here yeah we're pretty awesome at i mean i know i am i enjoy driving in the snow when it snows my ass gets in the car and i start is, driving around
1: so what is i'm not clear on what that what
0: those terms mean is uh, it just w- well, well, oversteer and understeer are the way the ass end will swing out on a car while you're turning. Yeah, understeer is it doesn't steer enough, so you your oh, you're, okay, you're, okay. your turn okay. is short, and then oversteer is the back end kicks out. Yeah, and then how how to control that dynamic is kind of what you're learning.
1: Yeah, okay. In, yeah.
0: in the car with casters, right? Like so, the drive uh, the the, the instructor's sitting with you, and he can control those casters. to... Put how much spin he wants to put on the car, how much traction he wants you to lose. Oh. So it's just like driving on the ice. Yeah, yeah. Only I'm from the Pacific Northwest. A lot of these guys are from California or from other lower states, and they are just <laughs> fucking it up. There's that car is <laughs> spinning in circles all over the place.
1: They're like, going, "Could you simulate driving during an earthquake? I would do way better. I would do way better. <laughs> or like a riot, like a race riot, right. I would do a lot better. <laughs> Could somebody throw their body against the hood of the car?" <laughs> God. Yeah, okay. So I, I know I understand but the concept.
0: I just it's it's a great terms. tool and I I don't know why they don't do this at drivers education class because as horrible as these people were, they would never survive up here. But man, everybody every kid who learns how to drive up here should spend a day doing that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't you know, I I think that was kind of, you know, one of the big things is when you're a teenager, is you go out with your friends and get in the car on the snow day and everybody goes out and learns how to drive in the snow. I mean sure. you, you know, you don't call it learning how to drive, you go out, and you do donuts and you kind of figure it out. Yeah, Yeah. So it was awesome. But you know, towards the end of it I had he had got me once where I'd spun the car. I didn't even, it wasn't even full circle. I had just got the ass hand out a little bit further than I wanted. Yeah. I was getting bored, man. I just fucking gassed it. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got it. I got it to whip around once when I just hit it hard and I was like, all right, but yeah, that. I was like, I don't eat this other guy's no. No. <laughs> they, they were not doing anything right. <laughs>
1: nice. So they've got you in the simulator. Yeah. And setting you up for the actual experience. Yeah,
0: so so we spent the first half of the day trying to learn how what it was going to be we were eventually going to get to a real racetrack. So yeah. the next part we would start learning how to do J turns, which is, you know, you pull pull the handbrake in the car and one of them is slide into a box, right? You know, I don't know if you've ever seen in a movie somebody will come up to the parking spot, hit the hit the brake, it car will turn 90 oh, degrees, oh, yeah, and you'll yeah, slide okay, into yeah. the spot. Yeah, okay, got I it. I sucked at that one. Even <laughs> even at the end of the day, I never got that one. Now, the now the J turn, which is the same thing, only you do it 180 Strangely degrees. enough,
1: the guys from California had that one down. <laughs> <right>. They were like <laughs> 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 nailing it every time. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> so, the J turn, I, I had. I was a little timid at first. And, you know, the guys, the, instructor, the instructors there were awesome. I mean, you know, they were really good and yeah. encouraging me. So, by the time. They didn't realize it was going to have the you know it was it was going to do exactly what they intended it to do which was to, to give me the confidence to just fucking put my foot in the pedal and go. Yeah. yeah. So once I got that part <laughs> You know, and it got the jitters. I was I was just doing awesome after that. You know, I got the J turned down. There's this big arc, arcing loop, right, where you're supposed to go as fast as you can.
1: I'm laughing right now because I'm picturing these guys as the good guys on your shoulder going, <laughs> you can do this, Mike. And Jeff Miller over there going, oh, look at this crash. Look
0: at what happened to this guy. <laughs> so anyway... So and it was nothing like you know what I I really felt bad by the end of the day I felt bad by everybody else because they didn't have that person in the car helping them and point you know a couple times the instructor would get in the car with you but you know yeah. I had Jeff there the whole day and he was he was nothing but good yeah and, and uh, you know so I was doing the J turn you know we did the big arching turn and then later in the day it was time to go do this little uh, like a you you know like a car racetrack right we'll have camber and turns and this kind of thing this was all flat ground so we moved to the flat ground track which is racing through the cones you do a j turn it ends with a a park a slide park it's figure eight but it's all flat it's all very very flat what's
1: the what was the shape of the track like was it just your basic oval or no 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 no, no.
0: there was there was no ovals all day oh okay so it was zigs and zags figure eight inside of there uh going through like they had these (laughs) the you know you see the cement walls right but these were not cement they were like plastic so if you hit them it it wouldn't total the car but it would be enough to stop you well one guy almost hit two of them in a row oh shit (laughs) he went he went flying sideways at it with the instructor in the car earlier in the day the instructors have been talking about this guy all day long for some reason i always ended up behind him so i'd be sitting there and the instructor would be i'd hear them talking such shit about him because he was he was just fucking just going way too fast and had no control yeah um and here he is with the instructor in the car now and he sends the car flying sideways at these two walls oh, that guy was so hot and pissed when he got out i'm pretty yeah. sure he you know if it had been any further of that he would have been ejected for the day yeah yeah uh Turns out he ended up winning this little segment of the of the track race because after oh. a while he actually kind of figured out how to control the car and go really fast. Yeah. Plus uh, he had a gun. So yeah. Like, well, it was <laughs> Texas, you know. We called him Tex. So yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do? Tex is going to win, of course. So Tex takes first place. I think I was like in fifth, mind you. I was in fifth, and I had Miller in the car which me, with me. So you you know, add his weight, I had like a huge deficit, yeah. even though I had the advantage because I had you know somebody instructing me the whole time and encouraging me. Yeah. But uh, you know, I might have, I, you know, I might have swung it in there, one hmm. or two, because the car had been that much faster. Yeah. Um, after that, you head out to the big boy racetrack. <laughs> oh God. Well, hold on
1: <laughs> did all the years of playing Mario Kart prepare you for any of this absolutely okay absolutely so they did have like the giant mushrooms and the yeah little cows on yeah. the track yeah, yeah exactly yeah. okay exactly, cool. exactly. and there, sure. there was
0: all the curves in the track that you would normally expect there were straightaways <laughs> not, I mean for real if you've, if you've played a lot of uh, I, I learned how to drive playing yeah. racing video games I, I literally did like yeah. like Nicole's mom taught me how to get into the stick and start it and go and stop yeah but all of my driving technique was all based off of racing video games. <laughs>
1: oh, good.
0: <laughs> all of my technique has always been racing video games. <laughs>
1: just Mike, just remember: don't. Unlike some of the racing video games, don't take mushrooms before you get behind right. the wheel. <laughs> it
0: while while you're driving, It doesn't fine. give you powers. Right. Yeah, it
1: doesn't do anything special
0: for you. <laughs> so we get out to the big boy racetrack, and I had you know that was the, that was the best part of the day. We got yeah. to probably spend about an hour out there, you know, just. Taking I'm, taking laps. I'm picturing this as like grown up go karts, is what I picture. Well, we're driving. You see my car. My car is basically a, a hyped up go kart well yeah okay it's small so it it is i mean none of us are out there in the mustang you know the track you know we we don't have the real race cars you know there's the focus st which is really fast yeah much faster than the fiesta and the fiestas are out there and i got to drive the focus a little bit but i wanted to i really wanted to drive my car on the track and it was fun as hell i was swinging the ass end around going around corners (laughs) and going really fast um so I, I did really good. I mean, you know, by the end of the day, the instructors go, God, you know, when you got here, Mike, you had that look on your face. I wasn't sure you were going to have fun today, but you obviously were out there kicking ass and taking names and look yeah. at that smile on your face. I yeah, like, yeah I, awesome. I, I had a really good time.
1: <laughs> so you didn't crash at all or run into anything? Uh, you know, the worst the worst
0: thing that happened is once out on the track we were doing, you know, follow the leader, which the instructor is out there this one time and everybody's in a car following. So we're kind of yeah. like, like ducklings following them along. Yeah. It was cool because the first time I was in the last position, so I was following some asshole that was slow. I, I, you know, very timid driver. Yeah, very very timid, going very slow. Yeah. So I go, this is great because the person in the last position, when you change cards, gets to move to the front. So I was going to be right behind the instructor, and I was like, awesome, I'm going to push him. Yeah, I'm going to, you know, yeah. I, There's there's no way I can't keep up with him. I mean, I, you know, I'm pretty good at this driving thing. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not good like him, but. You know, I mean, purposefully I can at least keep up with them where the other guys couldn't. We get to the third fucking bend that th- throws a check engine light. I lose all my boost, I lose all my gas. Oh. Everybody has to stop and wait for me and the, the car just threw a fucking shit fit.
1: <laughs> oh, no kidding.
0: <laughs> so disappointing cuz I was going to have my opportunity yeah. to to just smoke and just, you know, not yeah. have to worry about being behind anybody. Right. Did you get that chance at all? I mean, did you get an
1: opportunity to... Uh, you know, I
0: got the out there, you know, solo. They they af- After that little section, everybody went out and they'd space us out. You know, we're not on the track by ourselves. I'm in the car alone, but, you know, there's other people on the track at the same time. We're just spaced out far enough uh, that you okay. don't really see them too much. Yeah, okay. So that was fun, but, uh, you know, I was kind of bummed because I was really looking forward to to keeping up with uh, the instructor which I would have had no problem yeah. on the short track yeah. I don't care if he's in a Mustang I would have kept up at least maybe I couldn't <laughs> pass him but I would have kept up so this went on for the whole day uh yeah, eight AM until four o'clock in the afternoon. We actually wow. were supposed to do go karts at the very end because I don't think they want to unleash you from the cars and then send you back into your own car, right? Like they want to give you like a little meltdown time. <laughs> oh, no
1: kidding. Really? So the
0: end of the day is always scheduled, you know, an hour of of go kart time. That's
1: fucking hilarious. But it
0: started pissing so hard we couldn't get I'm, out there.
1: Oh God, that's that's funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, shit. Well, you
0: know, I mean, by that but at that point, you think you're a stud, right? And they're going to give you the yeah. opportunity to just I kind of get that. I guess that actually uh, makes
1: sense. That does make sense, but it's kind of funny. I mean, I expect them to like have someone come out and bring you guys ice cream. <laughs>
0: <laughs> sit down in <at> the curb. <laughs> Do hands, you want a mm-hmm. balloon? Mm-hmm.
1: Look at the balloon I brought you. <laughs>
0: well, I mean, it, you know, being, you know, everybody, most people showed up in rental cars or whatever, but being one of the guys who, you know, yeah. there was a lot of guys who drove, you know, three or four of us anyways that had our own cars. You know, if we had gotten out there on the roads fully
1: fully pumped up it would it
0: would have not been good i mean it's already i mean the speed limits in utah are 80 miles an hour really yeah wow that's cool um, did, did you have to sign any kind
1: of like insurance thing or sort uh, you of know, waivers? It, about it
0: was it was free. It was gratis for the one day. Yeah. You did have the option of paying one hundred and fifty to <laughs> limit your liability. So if you wrecked the car, your liability was limited. Don't tell my wife this. It was li- it was limited to five <laughs> grand instead of the twenty five for the car. Oh, and, and any other potential damage you would have done to the track. So my I had limited liability. I I purchased that. You know, oh. I think everybody probably does. But yeah you know i was still out there risking i would have had to pay 5 grand if i if i did total something
1: so they offer oh that's kind of weird though um the idea that they offer you this as a freebie but then you're still responsible for trashing for, yeah yeah well yeah. i
0: mean it's a, it's it's a, it's a high dollar amount right if you destroy a car i mean that's that's why that guy was going to potentially get the boot was he you know he yeah. would he would definitely going to wreck something if he kept driving like that for the rest of the day
1: <laughs> i've never heard of a car company offering something like this i mean that's why i was asking about the insurance thing i would think most car companies right off the bat would say hell no we're not going to be bringing customers to a racetrack
0: right. and fucking risking their lives <laughs> <laughs> right, it, you know, it does happen with with some some uh, sports cars. Some yeah. this is this not absolutely unique? It's not the first time this, something like this has ever been done. Hmm. It is, it is. You know, like Porsche, or if you know, if you're buying a BMW M, sometimes they'll throw that in. But I think, yeah. I think any Porsche you buy, you are allowed to go visit their. their they have their own track over and uh, someplace out east, one of the like Georgia or something like that. Yeah. Um, so a few of the manufacturers do it it's 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 not for everybody but you know when you know when you buy a car you get your your owner's manual right yeah okay when you buy my car there's a supplemental manual that's for track day specifically it's like okay we know you're taking this on the track (laughs) we know this is what it's designed for here are some here are some things to keep in mind change your pads every time you go change your tires every time you go always change your fluids when you go out to the track wow but, yes, you're allowed to track this. We're not going to cancel your warranty because you take it to a track. Most cars, if you took it to the track and they found out, your warranty, fucking your shit out of luck.
1: <laughs> so you're saying I shouldn't take my Honda Civic out to the track? <laughs> no, you should because you'd have a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. I don't think – I might have fun. I don't think the people there would have fun.
0: <laughs> right. Well, it's really no deep different than we took the Jeep out. I mean, we took the Jeep out that one day. That that was a lot of fun, and you know, I mean, yeah. just imagine that all day long. Yeah, and and then maybe you know having something a little more designated for it.
1: Did you get any video of this? Did uh, Jeff shoot Miller
0: Miller got a video? I think I posted it. You probably oh, you probably yeah. skimmed over it. You probably didn't care. <laughs>
1: I was <laughs> like I've got you on yeah. you know, the, the block so I don't, right, see, you don't your see posts.
0: <laughs> like we're we're Facebook
1: friends, but you're not following me. Yeah, I don't follow anybody. I actually block everybody. I just want to <laughs> see my own posts and what people say to me. It's all about my ego.
0: Right. <laughs> so what was this last beer that we had? Yeah, uh, last beer that we have, we are drinking uh Fremont's Kawichi Canyon Fresh Hop Ale. This is we've huh. had this beer before, but not in the Fresh Hop series. This yeah. This is uh, we you know we're just on the outside of that fresh hop. I've had these sitting for a couple of weeks because this was like the last little bit of fresh hop stuff that was out there um, as the season wraps up. And this this is their pale ale. Yeah. From Fremont Kawichi fresh hop ale with citra and simico hops. I imagine they probably got them from uh, yeah. It says here Yakima Valley. Of course, makes sense. Yeah. Great little pale ale, not an IPA, so maybe Eli would have liked it a little bit more than normal. No, no. hated it. Hated it. It's good. It, it was good. <laughs> it was good. A good pale ale, uh,
1: not better enough for my taste, but a good yeah. pale ale. I like. You know, actually, I, this is probably just going to show you how undiscerning I am, but it tasted very similar to the uh, the Elliot Logyard IPA to me.
0: I um. Yeah. I didn't really I, get too. I would. I would buy that. It's the same hop pro- profile for sure. Um, I think you would find the fresh hop is probably a little less um, malty. Yeah, like I'm not getting a, it's. I don't have that round malt, malt sugary, salty kind of thing in my mouth. Yeah, flavors are a little bit more sharp. Water, uh, the viscosity of it is a little bit less. It's not nearly as viscous. Mm, they're both terrific beers, mm. um, but you know, I, I I think you know if you were having them side by side, you'd probably it'd be hard to discern. Maybe we should have a palate cleanser in between
1: yeah well i like both of them that's what it comes down to um and you said we've had this yeah because i recognize the name of this before we've had um yeah they, i don't know if it was exactly the fresh hop ale
0: it might have it probably wasn't the fresh hop i think they do for bellingham beer week they do a cowichi oh okay that's probably what it was that's probably and that would have been just about a month ago or something like that yeah and it was again you know fremont really tends to do a lot of good beers you know they don't do a lot wrong for some reason I don't pick them up as frequently as I should, but uh they're good stuff whenever I do. Yeah. Nice clean taste. Yeah. So, that was track day. Yeah. You interested in the next day? The next day yeah, was yeah, yeah. the next day was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um let's see. Jeff went out by himself that night And had some fun I was just a little too burnt out To go out and do anything He kind of You know As he wasn't the one driving all day Was mostly sitting shotgun I I think he had a little more Vim and vigor than I did Yeah Plus, I needed some time alone man You know it's funny Because I got into the car Saturday morning And we're driving down to Miller And I go Man I ain't jerked off In like three days My fucking balls hurt (laughs) Like I'm all bound up. To- oh
1: God! Like you know, when you first say that, I'm I'm ready to joke about. You know, did you tell him it was it was you, not him? And <laughs> just, I'm thinking more of an emotional. Like I just need some quiet time to myself. Yeah, I, just- I didn't know. Well, I mean, I
0: guess you kind of did, but. <laughs> They were sore, man. I mean they get blocked up, you you get you know, it's well that. you have medical issues. Right. right? It all goes so. back to that vasectomy and the fact yeah. that if you're not taking care of it, yeah. It just gets blocked up and they get sore, they get swollen and uh yeah, you know, so I needed a little bit of time alone. So yeah, <laughs> Jeff, you run into town <laughs> I'm just gonna stay here. <laughs> okay. I need to have a warm bath to like loosen up the blockage okay
1: let's skip this part and go on to the rest of it now.
0: next day i think
1: we know how this part ends
0: next day is fairly uneventful i gotta be honest uh yeah we woke up super early you know we're in a different time zone it's like one time zone over so we hit oh, we yeah. hit the road about 7 a.m and it was just basically i drove the entire day it was uh it was a good drive you know at one point miller goes i don't think i've ever been in a car this long before I like, go. Oh, we're only at hour ten. I'm, I intend on taking you all the way home. You're going to be in here a few more.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you guys did one long shot all the way back.
0: Yeah, I just drove it the whole way. Oh, we stopped once. Crap. You know, I mean, we wow. stopped for gas, right, and for for pea breaks here and there. But uh, we got out of the car once to sit at Miners in Yakima because I really wanted him to try the Miners burger. I, you know, the more people I can get over into Yakima to try a Miners bur- bur- hamburger, and go, oh, yeah. this is a really good burger. This is yeah. a kind of cool place to eat. So we stopped for an hour, but that was the only break we took all day.
1: Holy shit, man! I mean, just the drive from that area back to Bellingham is a is an epic journey in, in and of itself. And you <laughs> added all the extra on to Holy crap, man. Yeah. I don't know if I could do that.
0: Yeah, I, really I don't. I, I, you know, I enjoy driving, and it's kind of a different driving experience over there because it's kind of flat and yeah. straight and boring as hell. Yeah, yeah. There is fucking nothing to see at all. Nothing at all. It's it amazed me how much, you know, every
1: time I go there, it amazes me how much it actually looks like a real, honest-to-God desert. <laughs> You know, I just, I always think that doesn't, that shouldn't exist in Washington State, and yet here it is, it's a flat fucking nothing.
0: Yeah, well, the just, funny thing is, is I'm in Idaho, in Utah, and I go, this looks just like eastern Washington. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, gee. <laughs> uh, but, you know, what made it interesting is the speed limits are 80 miles an hour. Yeah. Which means you can safely travel 90 means if you got to pass somebody you might do 110. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're going downhill on a straight and you can see there's nobody ahead of you you might actually get to hit that uh governor in the top end of your car. I can't say that I did. I got to I got to t- 125 and I- Wow. A- and I was a little white knuckled. I was like, I think that's about as fast as I'm going. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we flew through the state of Utah and uh, Idaho. <laughs> it's and like
1: 17 I- minutes. <laughs> and, well,
0: I shaved about an hour off our trip, right? I mean, Google oh, Google, gu- Google gives you an estimate, and I shaved about an hour off because Google is anticipating you're going yeah. 80. And I, I never dropped below 90, but it was generally closer to 100. So
1: a- what you're saying, Mike, is you really needed that go-kart time. <laughs> I'm beginning to understand the wisdom of the go kart time,
0: <laughs> but you know it was nice. You know, for the most part, uh, I I seen one highway patrolman in Utah on the way back, and then it wasn't until I got to almost Washington before you. you or, no, it wasn't until you got into Oregon where I seen state troopers. There's like no state troopers in the entire state of Idaho. I don't know what it is. They don't give yeah. a fuck. <laughs>
1: They're like, fuck it, it's Idaho. Let people do what they want. Yeah, right? At one
0: point, I could see I'm going to get blocked in by a semi. Right, I've got a semi in front of me. He's doing his 70 or whatever they're limited to, and I got some. I got a little Kia minivan coming up behind me. Yeah, he's coming a little fast. Yeah, and I, you know, I'm I'm going 90, but fuck it, I'm not going to let him block me in. So I get over.
1: All
0: right, I go. He's not slowing down. <laughs> I drop a gear, hit the gas. I, I, you know, I'm fifth gear, 110. I look back. He's not slowing down. I gas it harder. Okay, we get past the truck. I'm doing 120 um. easy. Jesus! I Christ. look and he—he he got pissed or something. He didn't like the fact that it pulled out. No. Oh, god! And I can hear his engine whining, and I'm like, dude, your minivan is not designed <laughs> to go this fast. You're gonna throw a rod. I—I I get over. I give him the finger, the point by finger, not the fuck you finger, but I give him the, the point, point by finger. This, this, you know, if you're on a racetrack and somebody yeah. needs to get by you and you want to let them by, you give him a point by. Oh, oh, give okay. him a point okay. by. Okay. So I give him the point by at 120, and you just hear his car rattling and shaking. <laughs> <laughs> Like, fuck you. You want to trash your car, go ahead. I mean, my car can actually handle going to that fast for for the duration. Yours yeah. was never cut out for that kind of speed. <laughs> How old was it? Did you get a look at him? Uh, you know, he was probably a couple years older than me. He just got oh, like, he got kids. a bad attitude because I cut it, out in front God. of him.
1: I was expecting you were going to say it was a teenager
0: yeah. or something. No, no. There were not a lot of teenage drivers. Didn't see a lot of that. Yeah. 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 Not a lot. Not a lot of that at all. <laughs> So there was a a couple incidents similar to that during the day, you know. Yeah. I can be a little bit of a cocksucker on the highway. You know, I'm sorry. You know, I'm not going to let you block me in. Yeah. But, you know, for the most part, you know, we we got back all in one piece. You know, it's funny because we're coming down 90, right? I-90. And we're coming down the hill. Mm-hmm. You know, we were sitting at the top of the hill, and it starts raining. I was like, "Oh shit, it ain't raining on this in days Because we've been over east, and yeah. it starts pouring. And there's traffic. I mean, fucking ninety is just lit up. It's Sunday night. Everybody's coming home from Eastern Washington, oh, yeah. and I'm just bombing <laughs> down the hill. You know, it's like four lanes at one point. I go from the fast lane. I go all the way over to the right-hand lane to pass somebody with the, the rain pouring down. And Jeff, Jeff just starts talking. Just. <laughs> He's just trying to keep his mind occupied. He is he is scared, kind of shitless. As I'm cutting through traffic and getting us getting us ahead every. Oh, <laughs> but God bless him for coming along, and I'm, I'm sorry that I had to scare the shit out of him a little bit at the end there. But I got him home on that day, and I'm sure his wife was happy to have him home a day earlier than she expected. Yeah, you guys must have got home really late though. 10:30 when I rolled up. And, oh no shit! And we wow. lost an hour with the time zone change oh
1: okay okay yeah
0: okay so yeah it was it was so just a hair over 14 hours of drive time oh my god yeah but I you know not the, do that man the funny thing is nicole and i you know if we'll drive down to disneyland or whatever we'll do that in a day it's, it's no yeah. big deal i mean we we don't really start getting shitty with each other till about hour 14 and then by hour 16 we're fucking yelling and screaming at each other And by 18 <laughs> we better get the fuck out of the car <laughs> <laughs> by 18 one of us is going to be dead <laughs> nice so that was my weekend um i promptly came home i'd like to say i buried it into my wife but i didn't she was a little she was a little tired i think um so you know i think the next morning i you know i just unclogged the, the rest of it you know you know you don't you don't necessarily want that kind of backup it's you know sore painful it's almost like an animal needs to be put to rest right i mean you know you you, you wouldn't you wouldn't punish a dog you know, the, I try not to. You, you try not to. <laughs> if, if the dog needs some some work done, you I mean you just do it. You know, you just put your hand and just rub, just rub, just rub, just be gentle. Take your time. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, if there's a, a napkin handy nearby, that's all you need, really. I mean, it's not like it's not like rocket science.
1: Do you typically use lube?
0: Not usually. I just find, you know. It's like one of those things, right? You're like, I can't ever have sex and I like go right to bed. But what I can do is toss one off and go right to bed. So I like the relaxation of going, Ah, oh, I don't need to satisfy anybody. I'm just going to go right to bed. So, you know, if you've got lube on your hand, you know, some mess to clean up. So, you know, typically it's not something I deal with. Just dry palm it, you know. No big deal, is it?
1: I thought you enjoyed the gun oil.
0: Well, yeah. I'm not saying that I, I don't enjoy that. You ask what I typically do. Okay. You know, if I'm getting crazy, getting funky, getting out there, trying something different, something wild, gun oil for sure. Did you hear about recently the Walmart that had a shipment of gun oil show up? Yeah, I saw your post. Is, is that where you're going? <laughs> yeah. So recently, uh, uh, a Walmart someplace had a, a shipment of gun oil. and they uh, I'm not sure why a Walmart would order the gun oil anyways, to be honest with you. To masturbate to, probably. Do they have a masturbation section at Walmart? It's been a while since I've been in there. Is there a Walmart in uh, Carson? Was there? There was. It's too small for even Walmart. Oh, okay. Okay. We were just talking about the Walmart showing up at at, uh, the the Walmart and putting it into the (laughs) the actual gun section, and then you you know, I was reading the article, and the funny thing was, is they kept alluding to the fact that it was the fact. It's not a fact that it was for gay men, and I'm like, what is? Really? Yeah, I mean, you know, fucking hetero men use lube, too. Yeah. Uh, hey, why is it just a gay thing? Mind you, I've been in the gay porn store, and gun oil was prominently displayed. But, you know, I don't know why it wouldn't be just as displayed anywhere else. I was suggesting that buying a gun is masturbatory. Yeah. This is true.
1: I'm just wondering if any anybody came into Walmart and bought that and put it on their gun. <laughs> <laughs> and Then they're
0: like, <laughs> Well hopefully it slipped out of their hands, and maybe they shot them, so
1: maybe like I just cannot stop polishing my gun lately. I don't know what the deal is. <laughs> seems slightly bigger, too. I don't know if that's uh my imagination. so
0: we're moving on to uh the sister beer to the one we just drank. This is the Kawichi Canyon again. This is the hop lab mosaic. This is not a fresh hop, and it's not a pale ale, but yeah. it is still Kawichi Canyon. Um, so you, you could call it a sister beer. Yeah. And this is this is a true IPA, whereas the other one was just a pale ale. Uh, we'll see if Eli, if it passes muster with Eli. Eli could be, he's a real IPA snob. I find that, you yeah. know, he does like some IPAs, but not many. <laughs> not many. I mean, he's just got particular ones that he just really enjoys. So if it passes the test, uh, we're s- soon to find out here. And bitter, not sour. Right. Bitter, yeah. bitter, not sour. And definitely not salty. Am I missing a joke or something here?
1: What's what's salty? What's salty? Why would it be salty? (laughs) And better. (laughs) (laughs) I just got the "Don't ask me while we're recording." Look. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is. um... I'm not crazy about this. Mm -mm. Not doing it for me. Mm. Hmm.
0: It's it's very thick, man. I bet you the alcohol in here has got to be it's like seven and a half at least. Yeah. Um, I've got a lot of sediment in mine. Uh, yeah, it's seven percent. It it's good. T- tastes terrific. I, you know, I, I like it, but you know what? I, I I find it not as refreshing as the last one. Yeah.
1: It's not sour. It's
0: yeah, very bitter. Yeah, it's very bitter. It's a good idea. There's
1: a certain taste in a lot of the mainstream beers like Budweiser and Coors and stuff that I I get only from that, and I don't get from a lot of. Uh, craft beers and I'm getting it from this. Hmm. It's a... Uh, I don't know. I'll sip at it for a little bit because sometimes I find that
0: mm-hmm.
1: as I drink these kind of things, they will they will change slightly, but so far, not digging it.
0: So, on my trip down to uh, Salt Lake City, I, I, I briefly mentioned, I kind of glossed over it a little bit, that I, I stopped in Olympia for a couple of hours. Yeah. Um, it's funny because Olympia is soon to be my future home. Here, coming rather shortly. Yeah, Um, I had stopped in Olympia for a job interview. And uh, the very next day while we were driving, I got a call. Almost unexpectedly. I don't know if I've ever had that quick of turnaround on an interview before. Yeah. Generally, you know, it'll go a couple days before you hear anything. But it was was the very next day. Do you interview often? Uh, I've had a number of interviews in the last couple of years. Usually... uh, a lot of times, it's me being too picky. They're just not meeting. Well, they're not exactly where I need them to be. Yeah. The the next day, I got a call back uh, You know, saying that I had passed their test with flying colors. It was like a 40-question test. It was funny because I think they expected it to take very long, and I'm just running it down, just giving them the answer. <laughs> what, what kind of co- – give us a few uh, questions. Do you remember any? Oh, very technical questions like oh, okay. uh, things about Active Directory and – Where do you plug the and, mouse and in? Yeah, where do you plug the mouse in? This, this kind of shit. <laughs> And you know it's funny because it's from a, like a di- different kind of fields. Like uh, you know, in some positions you're at within large companies, there's a lot of segmentations. You might have one guy who w- works on Active Directory, and you might have one guy yeah. who only works on disks, yeah, hard drives. But you know, I've always been kind of more of a generalist. So I know, you know, they go, you know, you might know stuff out of a segment here, and not know anything out of a, a, the networking segment. You know, might know all yeah. about Windows. And yeah, not the case. I know, I knew everything about everything. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think I flubbed up on one and then one I kind of twisted around. But outside of that, um there really wasn't any problem. But I, I was surprised to get a call immediately the next day saying that they would like to offer me a position. Yeah. And it took a couple of days because it, it was a government job. It, uh, there is, they've got to contact all your references. They've got to talk to your. Oh, make sure you're not a terrorist. <laughs> that kind of thing. Like, silly as shit. But, yeah. we, you know, we finally got to the point where they could make an offer. And they made an initial offer. And I thought to myself, well, it is a government job? And I thought, yeah, that's not where I need to be to pick up the family and move. Yeah. A couple hours later, I get another call. I was like, well, you know, Mike, you got a lot of experience. And, you know, I think we can do this. And I went, hmm, yeah, that's where I need to be.
1: Holy shit, man. you got the best fucking luck with that. You have some sort of magical touch with it because I've never.
0: It's just negotiation.
1: No, it's not because I always hear people talk about that kind of stuff and, and failing. You're the only person I know literally who has stories about negotiating pay with potential employers and getting more than what you <laughs> what they're offering. I never hear that shit happening, man. I don't know what it is. I think you need to start teaching classes on that. That needs to be your podcast,
0: well, <laughs> how, to, how to ask for a raise. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I, I I wouldn't be the guy for that because, you know, at my current position. I had been there seven years with not receiving a yeah. raise, and it wasn't until I had one foot out the door at a real op- inopportune time for them yeah. that I actually got a significant raise. Well, it was a pretty significant raise. So it was yeah. it was a nice bump, but it wasn't enough that, I, you know, I wasn't going to continue to look. Yeah. Uh, you well, your current employer—you're like the only guy they have, right? For for technical, nah, yeah, uh-huh, more or less. I yeah, mean, no,
1: yeah. no, not more or less. I am there only. <laughs> <laughs> then why wouldn't you? Yeah, never mind. I, I, we should, shouldn't get into any local employers, <laughs> but that's
0: uh yeah that seems really uh so so you know that's my exciting news for the day which was was kind of nice to have that kind of drop into my lap because for a while it kind of t- i had been very nervous about the driving aspect and getting down to the miller motorsports park and i was like yeah. oh shit don't go into the wall but then suddenly i had this thrust upon me and like oh shit potentially i'm moving the family Yeah. so in you know in the fact that i had miller who was just did a real real good job of keeping my mind kind of balanced between the two and then kind of clear it really yeah. made for an awesome weekend but now yeah. Uh, you know, I think the realization that, you know, we're going to have to pack everything and we're going to have to start moving now uh, has finally finally kicked in. And today I'm a little bit panicked about getting everything together. Just will just fall. Yeah. yeah, don't don't worry. It'll, it, it'll fall. In yeah, place. so, you know, I've given myself a couple of weeks. Uh, you know, they asked me when I wanted to come down, when I, I figured and I I thought, well, you know, let's not let's not draw this out. I mean, you know, we could we could make it go kind of slow and take our time getting down there, but yeah, you know, really, you know, you're never going to be prepared. Just just fucking do it. So, we're yeah. just going to go full bore. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, just get a bunch of people in here to help you pack things up. Well, and-
0: I, I figure, yeah, you know, uh, that I've made some kind of moving karma in the last few years we've known a lot of people you know fuck one person i even moved from the bottom of their house to the top of their house (laughs) so uh (laughs) i figure i have amassed some amount of moving karma so hopefully somebody will help me out with like you know i've got some small home repairs before we rent out the place we have got some (laughs) packing and stuff (laughs) So, so ho- hopefully, uh, we've got some hands that'll kind of kick in and get us where yeah. we need to be. But you know, ultimately, I think we can handle most of it. It's just going to be putting shit in the boxes. The, the tough part's really going to be figuring out what to take with us because yeah. I think you know we've been here for almost twelve years. There's so much shit we don't need. Yeah. It's just, this, this oh, is the moving's time. an awesome
1: time to yeah. unload shit. I mean, yeah. I, that was like that's I hate moving. With every fiber of my being, but I love the unloading. You know the process of going through everything and saying, "Why the fuck did we have this for all these years?" Yeah. And just throwing everything. I mean, the amount of stuff you can unload if you're in the right, you know, mindset. To you're not nostalgic about it, and it's like you're just willing to just let things go. So th- a, this scary. house
0: needs an enema, and it's gonna get it. <laughs> and uh, you know, yeah. uh, you know, we we've kind of you know. Every you know the elephant in the room, as you said the other day, when we were all chatting, what are we going to do with the podcast? I mean, I you know it. I'd be happy to see you two carry on. I'd love to listen to you, but you know, I think yeah. I think we determined that we'd like to make an effort to have to, all three of us yeah, do it. So try
1: to Skype you in and see what happens.
0: Yeah, let's 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 see what it does. You know, I mean, so we can actually patch you right into the mixer mm-hmm, and, and right. do the whole. You know, if you had like an iPhone, even, you know, you could have it like on a separate device so it's not eating CPU resources yeah, while yeah. you're doing the recording. I, I think we could make it work. And if, yeah, it, do, if it, it doesn't, I think you and Jeff, I, there's no reason why you shouldn't carry on. Nope. And then maybe, you know, I, I got to have a piece, man. You got to give me a piece. Some kind of call in <laughs> segment, something. <laughs>
1: I was, I was kind of imagining Mike's penis update, you know, because that seems to be generally what you let everybody in on. So right. I thought maybe, the, you know, the weekly, you know, here, how, what's Mike's penis doing this week? How's my it doing? <laughs> 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 so, Star
0: Wars trailer. Fucking amazing, wasn't I'm it? I am like
1: fucking, I, you know, and I have tried my best to resist the, resist the hype. And I'm just, this I'm one there. just sucked I'm, me in. I'm downtown Hypeville right now. I'm just like... I am i can't resist it. I'm just fucking right there. I've watched that trailer like 50, 60 times at this point, And I've watched about... 40 of those times has been slow. Like, I set it on half speed so I can catch all the details. (laughs) Like, going, oh, oh, I know what this is. Okay.
0: Well, I admit I've only seen it 10 times. So clue me in. What am I missing? And I've not watched it on half speed. No, you don't want to start
1: this with me. (laughs) (laughs) You really don't. Um, I'll tell you the one realization that I have is I
0: think. So we know it's Finn and we know it's, uh, what's the bad guys? Because, you know, I I think we argued this pointer. Yeah. Ky- Kylo Ren. We argued that I thought, well, God, it doesn't have to be Finn. It doesn't yeah. have, but you know, now we see the the over the shoulder shot, so we know it's Finn standing. But if you in the look forest. at the,
1: if you watch the trailer at half speed, that's not Kylo Ren with the lightsaber. Ah, you asshole! Why would you tell me that? <laughs> <laughs> You're spoiling it. No, um, in a lot of the expanded universe stuff that's been written about the Star Wars, yeah. um, seems to be a generally agreed upon thing that Luke becomes kind of a yoda-like figure and goes back to yavin which if you don't know if you're not a star wars nerd yavin is the planet that they were on in the first movie where they were waiting for the death star where that's where they launched the attack on the death star from so it's that kind of a. it almost looks like washington state but with a lot of fog Mm -hmm. and um, if you look in the trailer there's a lot of washington state looking type places with fog floating over the ground a lot of stuff like that and then you also see a scene where it looks like Han Solo is leading the two lead characters into what looks like some sort of temple. Right. And in the original movie, they were using old temples that had abandoned temples as their uh, as their headquarters. Me, so I think yeah. Luke has gone there and is like staying there, and that's like his place, his little sanctuary right. or whatever. Do
0: you think? Let me ask you this because this is yeah. what I started thinking. This shit is all just a red herring. This is fucking Luke's movie. It's going to be Luke's movie from start to end. They're going to introduce the new characters, but the new in- the new characters aren't going to get to shine until like part two or no, part three. No, I think they're totally background characters. Because in this. fucking Mark Hamill's still young enough; he can still act. Why why couldn't they? Why couldn't he carry the entire duration of the movie? And, and, and you know that asshole J.J. Abrams is known yeah. for just fucking throwing. Why would he show us all this shit unless he's throwing us a, a, into the loop? The completely <laughs> Wrong way. No,
1: I think the reason they're not showing Luke Skywalker is literally a marketing thing. I don't think they want him overshadowing all the other. Because as soon as you show him, people freak out. Yeah, and I'm surprised they showed uh, they showed as much um, of Han Solo because I think you get the same effect, which is, oh god, I'm really into this now because he's there, (laughs) he's talking. Right. And, um, I you know, I think um, I think they're just resisting showing too much of the old character. Well what about
0: Leia though? I mean she was she was the big grab in this this commercial, right? Yeah, yeah, they showed up we very got, to, brief we, got over. we got we got to see if Han in the slow last one. It down,
1: if you <laughs> slow it down, it's a very slow emotional cl- clip.
0: Right. <laughs> well you get the sense that at some point they've hooked up. Right? I, they, they, they're they're, they they're potentially lovers. I mean, yeah. you know, he looks, he looks like he's giving a real comforting hug to her. Yeah. And she's really bummed out. I mean, I, I don't know That's why something. she's bummed out. I mean, fucking rent check came in late. I don't know.
1: Maybe it's the theories that Chewbacca is dead in the trailer and they show you a brief clip of it, <laughs> which if you slow it down. <laughs> <laughs> You're spoiling, spoiling the movie. It. Yeah. I don't think he's dead. There is a shot, though, where one of the lead characters, the, the female, I can't remember her name she looks up and she's crying and she's looking up at somebody like with a look like on her face like why did you just do that yeah. and people have noticed that the thing she had her head down on when she looked up you can see the little uh the belt yeah and you can see that it's kind of furry And people are like Freaking out Going oh shit What is that all about Like if they were Going to kill Chewbacca They wouldn't drop Any hints in the Fucking trailer He's not the only Wookiee in the universe Yeah that's true There you go There you go Perfect (laughs) (laughs) It's actually Luke That's his beard (laughs) She's his beard (laughs) (laughs) Oh so that's (laughs) There's a question Is Luke married By this point Right (laughs) And what's his name (laughs) Oh, God. I don't think Luke's gay. No? I I
0: don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Vow of celibacy. Yeah. Just a lot of jerking off. (laughs) Fucking Kleenex (laughs) all over his place. A lot of sending Jeff Miller downtown for a while. (laughs) Go find something to do, Jeff. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm I'm really excited. I'm looking forward to seeing it. I just I just think that a lot of what we're being fed is probably bullshit.
1: Yeah, I think um you know I think they intentionally put shots in there to lead people to think certain things. So I'm not reading too much into it, but
0: and I wouldn't be I, surprised if the film
1: was all Luke. Yeah, I just don't see it like that. I th- I think they're going to use them as background characters in the same way that like Obi Wan and Yoda were kind of background characters in the original films. Their story has already played out, so they're here in the background, and I think... That's too straightforward. That, my theory that, is, you know this new bad guy? Eh? I'm. My theory is that Luke, at one point, prior to this film, he met up with this guy who's trying to revive the Empire. They fought it out. He you know, messed him up pretty bad. That's why he's now got the Darth Vader-ish kind of stuff on, and now he's out to get revenge on, yeah. on him. But so they've already said
0: he's not a Sith. Yeah? Have yeah. they said that? Yeah, I think I read someplace that they for sure he's not a sith. Yeah. Did you hear about the about the Twitter meltdown
1: with all these uh these uh white guys who felt put upon by
0: the by I think the they're going to flip Kylo. I think he's going to be a, a good guy. He looks too good. He looks too handsome, man. I mean Who's that? Kylo Ren, he he looks he looks stoic, heroic. He doesn't look evil you don't enough. You see his face? No, but the, the characterization, you know, the mass it doesn't look evil to me at all. I think I think ultimately, you know, they're going to flip him. I th- I, th- I think he's a good guy and you know, they're going to go after a sith lord again. Oh. He's gonna be—he's gonna be a Jedi student, yeah. There's gonna be a love triangle, right? It's gonna be him. It's gonna be Finn. It's gonna be this chick.
1: (laughs) Mike, no, they're gonna be dueling sabers.
0: (laughs) Come on. (laughs) It's too straightforward if they got is one dude and become, one
1: girl. We're going to have Team Kylo and Team uh, Finn. Is Are we, we going to be reduced no, to that? No, no, no. She's going to be staring off into the distance during a lot of the scenes. And
0: this, this is, Finn will sparkle. This is a new generation. It's not going to be any of that bullshit. Everybody's going to know Jedi. she can have the two boys that she wants. They don't have to fight. This is, she's yeah. got enough time to go around. <laughs> she can make them both happy. Let's not start that jealousy bullshit. This 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 is a perfect universe, man. This is a new hope. Yeah. What if Luke wants in on
1: it? You just said he's still young why not? enough I mean, to. Yeah, why okay. not? I mean, you okay. know, I mean,
0: they're not they're not for monogamy. This is new yeah. shit, man.
1: So your your vision of the perfect uh, Star Wars seven would be like a just a massive fuck fest, basically. <laughs> I, I'm not.
0: I'm not. I'm not saying it's a massive fuck fest. I yeah. don't need to know what. Finally,
1: finally, Luke and Leia can
0: finally <laughs> consummate their siblinghood. I don't need to know what goes on behind those closed doors. But yeah. let me tell you. <laughs> If they have any balls at all, those closed doors are going to be three little houses, very close together, (laughs) one big fence around all three houses, and everybody's going to be walking around with smiles. Yeah,
1: when you say behind closed doors in Star Wars, I'm picturing this romantic bedroom scene with people lying on the bed, and all of a sudden, (laughs) the door comes down. (laughs) Oh, God, and then you hear
0: <laughs> so that must be your final thought. I
1: think that'll work as a final thought.
0: I'm going to go with that one too. That's that works for me.
1: And I am actually going to bump my my rating of this up a little bit. Now you I just had to care. drink it a little bit, right? I did. Yeah. I think um, maybe, like you said, we needed a palate cleanser or something. But yeah, they're
0: just too close.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna bump it up to. I'm gonna give it a three. I wasn't gonna give it a two, but
0: three is a yeah, it's three solid. I think I think even Eli's giving it a three. Yeah. He's not giving I a like three, it. it's giving okay. him a three. Yeah. <laughs> His face is all rosy and he's smiling. Yeah. Okay. He'll ask for another, no doubt. So Eli, do you have any final thoughts? White saber gun. White saber Why not? <laughs> Why not? Work. I mean, you know, I mean this thing's gotta be lubricated, right?
1: That's uh you should be marketing for the Star Wars uh, people, you know, for Disney. Well Disney, I should say Disney now.
0: Good night, Jeff. I can relate to Mormons myself. I've had dreams of having multiple wives. No wait, not dreams. They were nightmares. Absolute fucking nightmares. Please God, make it stop. Make it stop. Beer Plus 3 featured Michael Zamora, Rick Anderson, and Eli Ash. Please subscribe so you won't miss out on future alcohol-fueled antics. You can find Beer Plus 3 on iTunes, SoundCloud.com, Stitcher, and anywhere else finer podcasts are sold. Also connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or email us at beerplus3 at gmail.com. Good night, Dave. Well, did
1: anybody write an intro? No, that occurred to me on the way up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I will try this intro, All right. and if it fails, I will just start all over again, or I'll just edit it right. together.
0: Well, Christ on a cross, such a symbol of loss, since what it seems like the dawn of time, it's just an engine of grief, yeah, a bloody engine of grief that no one has no reason or rhyme. You are a crucifix. you're out of luck. If you put your faith in the flock, your only sin is when you piss in the wind you've never had any key to the lock that's a shout out to my brother who insists this is death metal huh that uh, <laughs> 30 years later there has been a progression in death metal and i can't hear it at all <laughs> 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 so mecca lecca um, high yeah. mecca lecca fuck you jeff you don't know what you're talking about it's all the same <laughs> shit anyways let's go
1: Coming to you from Beer Snob City, it's Beer Plus Three, where we attempt to solve the world's problems one beer at a time. With me today is the Funkmaster General himself, Mike Zamora. Hello there. Also joining us is our silent partner in Mexican crime, Eli Ash. Hi. <laughs> very, very nice. Uh, oh shit! I'm gonna have to edit that out. Um, I lost my place. Hold on. Okay. (laughs) Oh shit! Because I forgot the date. That's why. Hold on. This is going to be a.
0: Today is Friday, October twenty third. Oompa. (laughs) (laughs) And this is beer plus three.